tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, everyone. To the strain. We promise tonight's episode will be quick and painless. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the strain after show on AfterBuzz TV. I really hope you're all listening and you're still with us because Stephen Lemieux is being really annoying and trying to mimic I'm the trying, Spider Children. I'm, I'm trying. Don't you're turn. A good job, Steve. It's okay. It's okay. frightening like it. our listeners. I miss Matt. Guys, uh, uh, I am Zach. I'm your host for tonight, Zach Wilson. Uh, fantastic panel tonight. Um, Stephen Lemieux. Hey, guys! And Jackie Borowski. Holla. Uh, Matt Lieberman out this week, but he'll be back, we think. Yeah, Matt tends to do this thing where he says, I'm not here next week, and then he disappears. He tends to do that thing where he I says, mean, I'm not here next week. We're assuming <laughs> he... No, I mean, he's got stuff to do, but we're assuming... That he hasn't been infected by a bunch of worms. I mean, I don't he, know if we can be safe in that assumption. We've said from the beginning that he's the Sean Astin of our group. We said that? <laughs> I don't think anyone else said that. We've said it from the beginning. All right. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Let's uh, let's jump into this episode. Well, first, what Who do you guys... Who does that make you? Corey Stoll? No, it makes me the head of the CDC, like Corey Stoll. No. 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 The head of the CDC was in this episode. Now he's just a bald head of the CDC. He shaved his head, guys. No. That's all that yeah, needs to be said about this episode. <laughs> they dedicated an entire episode <laughs> called Quick and Painless, Season 2, Episode 5, I think, right? Yes. Just for uh, yeah, Corey Stoll to shave so his head fine. and become the bad guy from Ant-Man. <laughs> My favorite pre-show conversation was about how we were going to have a Corey Stoll bald watch. We were going to have a countdown. And Days we, without shaving head. Like, yes, we were going to put it right here. We were going to have a countdown, and there was no need. There was no time. There we should have no thought time. of it before. <laughs> I do have to say, as much as like we were looking forward to him shaving his head and getting rid of that hair, I actually preferred him with the hair. And you know why I say that? Because, like, it just makes me... I can't imagine him... In any other character aside from House of Cards and Ant-Man now was the bald head. Well, I guess this was an interesting thing with F because we're used to seeing Corey Stoll in a bunch of other roles. He was great on House of Cards. He had a great performance in Ant-Man as Corey Stoll, like bald Corey Stoll. I had gotten so used to him on this show as F with the hair in my head, I think they were two different people. I just can't believe they destroyed that prop from Con Air. You know, the hairpiece. <laughs> oh god. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was it was this uh, amazing moment where there where Why the guy just goes drunk? where he goes in for the IDs and he's the guy's just like I saw you on the news. Think you might have to change your appearance. And then all of us watching <laughs> just go, Yay! Yay! <laughs> He's gonna shave his head. Oh my God. Well, I I actually like the I actually like the Corey Soul being bald because 
I don't. There are too many bald villains and not enough like bald heroes. Like, heroes. Patrick Stewart. Okay, Patrick one. Stewart. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. And then there are that you have like these cops that are bald, but they're usually like older guys. They're not like Michael Jordan. Michael Space Jordan. Jam. Space okay, Jam. Guys, can we have references that are not from the nineties? Uh, I think that says it all. There you go. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan and Daredevil. Damn it! Uh, the first, <laughs> I'm, I'm like the the rich, the first Fantastic Four movie with Walt- Michael Chiklis. Walter. W- <laughs> <laughs> no one even remembers that movie. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this is not a this is not a constructive area of thought. Um, you tweet us heroes from post two thousand hashtag bald heroes. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag post two thousand era bald heroes. That's a long Just hashtag. hashtag bald heroes. Tweet it at us, and we will look for it later this week. Anyway, I guarantee you that hashtag hasn't been used yet. You'd be proud. Guarantee you the internet is on it. Okay. Uh, anyway, but so F in this episode, like, it's Mr. F goes to Washington. It's basically much. the yes. plot line of this episode, uh, his well, story. Well, Mr. F throws a person off a train while going to Washington. I loved it, because the I, other girl got thrown out of the window and off the balcony. He gets thrown out of a train. Yeah. No, it was, I mean, it was a great moment. Like, we're trying to think, like, what is he going to do? He opens the thing. I'm like, don't jump, you idiot. Yes. You're at full speed. You're going, like... 90 miles an hour. But I liked his reaction. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, he always... Like, it, that's it was a thing. quote. It's a like, direct quote. If he jumped out, like I would be like, come on, show. Yeah. But instead, he pulls an Indiana Jones and just like fights the guy, throws him off. I wanted him to turn around and just go, no ticket. Or, <laughs> he was on the wrong train. <laughs> um... But it was, I mean, it, it was a good moment because he solved the problem, at least for now. Do you think he's dead, that guy? No. The head of the CDC? The uh, real head the of the CDC? The actual head of the CDC. CDC. Yeah, we met the actual <laughs> head of the CDC this When week two again. heads of the CDC come face to face, one gets thrown from a train. Who, um, uh, Everett Barnes is yes. his name. Yeah. And he, I'm, I was trying to remember as we were watching this, and I didn't have time to look it up, but he, well, he is in league with Palmer. Yes. It, yes. Yeah, okay. Because they had the other girl who was partnered with with him that didn't agree with Palmer so Palmer picked her up and threw her out of the balcony and that's yes. whenever it's like yeah okay I see what you're doing I really believe in this hope <laughs> I got it cool vampire get out of here it. go to Washington where you can't throw me off of places yeah so I can get thrown off of a place <laughs> and he thought he was getting away from that you get away from one place to get thrown off of just to get thrown back into the one other place to get yeah. thrown off of um I would totally believe he's not dead um just because we uh, again it's on television I think and he's sci-fi just shows very badly burned <laughs> the badly burned Albanian boy unless you see a body they I could think still he's, be I alive. think he's probably dead. You think? Yeah, because Corey... Uh, sorry, not Corey. Now like now that he's bald, I can't stop saying Corey. He's still F. F from freaking F and F. Uh, seemed to feel a little bit, like, crazed a little bit at the moment. Like, he just killed a guy. Like, he looked like he just killed a guy. I mean, he's panicking. Like, he had he's to do it, though. He's thinking he did. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they use Everett again for something else. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're dealing with a sci-fi show. Unless you see a body, there's always a chance they could come back. Um, it's just what the writers need. Yeah, okay. Um, like, if they need him to come back, he'll come back. So he gets to Washington. Everett's wife is, for some reason, she's upset. I don't get it. 
Oh, the dead one? <laughs> was that his wife? Yeah. I mean, I am confused why they were like they were like how many how long has it been since you've seen him? Like, no, he. They were trying to amp up the suspense for if she recognized that because she probably would have recognized. Yeah. Him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he had a very Clark Kent style brilliant disguise with no hair. Let's just talk about every decision F makes being the most suspicious freaking thing. Yes! That, yeah, like he's the he worst. goes down the list and is like, it's like Fallout. You have three decisions. He decides I'm going to pick the one that looks really like a bad idea. Not offering the guy beer. Deciding to no, stand up and walk away. Yeah, that was just rude. I mean, you, you ask you to join a guy on an rude. empty train. So weird. Like, You're- the only way that that makes sense is if you, like, offer the guy a beer to, like, be like, I just wanted somebody to talk to. But he's so dumb. I mean, honestly, you have to stay undercover. Nobody can see you. All right. Book. Face. Sleeping. Done. The, and, like, the the way he, like, immediately, like, runs out the other yes. car, like, looking over his shoulder. He's, he's the most conspicuous person ever. It's like the, uh... It's just like the guys who try to like get drugs through customs or something like that, and they just don't know how to handle it. You and got the well. As soon as the guard is like, "Do you have a driver's license?" I don't don't drive. <laughs> and then he stands, gets through, and stands there and looks back, and then goes it's like, "You're so suspicious, you mother." F is not a spy. This is and why he's, then F he's talking to yeah. He like I mean that's fair though. He's not a spy. Yeah. He's a doctor. Right. A doctor. Damn it. Uh, but he was even getting, he's getting checked out by the, the medical staff on the train, and he's like, I was one of the first people to discover that. And they're like, wait what a minute. This guy was on national television yeah. two weeks ago, breaking huge news about, like, a massive outbreak. That clip has to have been rerun on, like, CNN and everywhere since then. You'd think it would still be you got to stay as low profile as possible. Instead of getting out of the bathroom saying, I am the head of the CDC. I discovered this. No. No. What was his name? Jonathan... Crowley? Crowley. Yeah, John Crowley. Um, but I also I also don't understand why they needed to inspect it. I, I understand it as a device of, uh, of writing, but I don't understand it as far as he's already... We assume he was checked before he got on the train. But it's government. I think it's just one last sweep before they got to Washington. Well, I think it's partially one last sweep. I think it's also that um, uh, they don't have the UV testing at this point. They're they're under the 72 hours assumption. Um, And they saw him rush off to the bathroom. Yeah. And if somebody saw that, and like he's like high, somebody rushes off to the bathroom. A reasonable excuse is he had to run because he had like he had as they put flu like symptoms. Right. Like he's like having anything there. Like we need to check this guy just to be sure. He could just need to go number two. Can't let him know. get to New York. I mean to DC. <laughs> um, but I, that makes sense. Um, what did you guys think of him and Nora's like fight at the top of his story? I want to punch Zach in the face. <laughs> I'm we sorry. Say that every Nobody week. likes that. I wasn't here Nobody last week to say him. it, so I have to say it. And it's not the actor; it's because he's acting very well that I want to punch him in the face. Well, but see, here's the thing: is I, I don't want to put it on the actor solely, but whether it's the acting, the directing, the writing, or a combination of them all, this character under like beyond just the fact that they switched the actor around, underwent this dramatic shift in. 
uh, emotion between last season and this season that it's been so jarring. They needed to do something better. When they know that they're switching an actor, they needed something to smooth the transition. Honestly, if F had smacked him, and this sounds terrible, but if F had smacked him in the end of last season... His change would be so much more understandable. He smacked him so hard, he looks like a different person. No, but like if F, like was if he was going towards his mom and F like smacked him out of the way or something, like hit him to keep him away from his mom, like I would understand him being angry at F this entire season. Yeah, it has. I mean, he did shoot at his mom, and I get that. I get him being mad, but this has been going. It's. It feels like he's been going on too far, too long. I'm just glad they're not focusing on it too much. Yeah, I mean, now that they're separated, I think we can sort of move past that. But we're gonna get that side story with Zach looking for his mom. Well, that that I want to see. That I totally buy. I, I buy to Zach being a stupid kid who doesn't understand all of the things that work here and just wanting to find his mom. Yeah. I buy that. I just I don't buy him being mad at his dad as much as he has been. True. Uh, I like that he gave his dad like a one-arm hug. Like that like, Good yeah, luck. I gotta hug you. Who Fine. was watching it who thought he was gonna be punched in the nuts? What? When we were watching it, someone said when he... When oh, was it Brianna? I, I think it was Brianna. When he was going in for the hug, they thought Zach was going to punch him in the nuts. I wouldn't have blamed Zach. That would have been pretty funny. <laughs> oh, stop. Don't punch. I mean, he did, he he did get punched in the nuts though. this week, though. Like, later on, he yes. did get punched it happen. square in the nuts by Everett Barnes. Imagine, imagine that your boss punches you your former boss who fired you punches you in the nuts it's just adding insult to injury that's what it is well it's 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 actually adding injury to insult it's just that, punching an old bald man <laughs> he's not old he's the bald head of the cdc he's not the head of the no, no but he is bald he has he's a bald, bald head he's very he's bald. and hey, he's definitely Q-ball. not the oldest person on this show yeah <laughs> now he just looks like the strigoi all right um well, uh, let's let's talk about the uh, where Nora and them went from there. Okay. Because um, Nora and Nora went with Dutch after Dutch descends the stairs. Well, Fett got arrested. <laughs> um, let's go get him. That's where we saw last week. He got brought in because he blew up a tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like this point in the story where we have. Um, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting this lady's name. For, uh, Feraldo. Feraldo. We have Feraldo's team kind of swapping notes with uh, with Satrakian's team, and I, I like that because they're learning things from each other. Like they did, Satrakian's team didn't know about the tiny blind children, and um, the other people didn't know about Feraldo the UV didn't light. Didn't know and about the, the UV light and the silver. So it, yeah, it's starting. This is like where we should have been. Like they like. Right, as much as because in the last episode we kind of wanted they kind of wanted to villainize uh, Feraldo's team for like taking out our hero, but then we understand in this episode they're like, yeah, we get what you were doing, but we just can't like have have it be like vigilanteism because you don't honestly you don't want civilians just going around blowing stuff up because that's never good. Yeah, it's not a good place to start if right. you have. <laughs> If you have, like, I don't care where you're trained, you're blowing up tunnels. Right. What if they were blowing up the other end? Now, yeah. yeah. Um, and it makes it makes sense. And I think that this, we like this cop because he's a very reasonable right. person. He he's is. like, well, you could shoot silver nails at him and, like, burn him to death. Or I could just take this high-powered, very accurate rifle that I've been trained in and shoot them in the face. 
Yeah, that works too. Yeah. Maybe I don't need to get within like shoot it within like crawling distance, splatter distance with rebarb. Rebar. Rebar. Yeah. Is it rebar? Yeah, okay. it's not rhubarb. It's rebar. It's not a fruit. It's right. a mixture. Of but I gotta say, like, the, the opening scene of the episode was pretty cool with them going into the building to sweep it and having the chillins come out and just, like, freaking. Yeah. Take them out. I wrote, police are mandatory, mandatory evacuating day players. <laughs> because that's what it looks like. Get off the set. Move. <laughs> Last call. All right, get out of here. It's the second second AD. Just like, all right, come on, guys. We already wrapped. Evacuate the set. And the that was a weird. Uh, okay, was, that who, was a weird. Um, I'm sorry. Apartment building. It was all green. Yeah, it was the green screen green. all the yeah. way. Like, I mean, it was it, it was. Green lighting on like basic white walls. Yeah, um, it was a seedy New York apartment. Like, I'm just saying, guys, seedy. if it's like the zombie apocalypse, the vampire apocalypse, whatever the hell it is, you see a little girl sitting really weird, like making out with a penguin, not talking, making out with a penguin, and you start hearing like, don't put your gun down and talk to it and try to reach out and grab it. I, I thought for a moment when she was with that penguin that, like, that was the thing that she loved the most in the world. Was Maybe her, it is. Was her toy penguin, and she came back. I thought they were going to, like, come around, and she's got her, her, <laughs> t- her like, uh, stinger, like, trying to suck penguin. the stuffing out of That would be amazing. That would have been amazing. Uh, uh, I mean, what does a child love more than anything in the world? They're stuffed They're penguin. They're stuffed penguin. Crying. Hating F. No, that's no, just that's, Zach. That's just Zach. It's, it's Kelly. Zach. Zach with his magical thinking. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't think that means what you think it means. I just don't think it's a good thing to like tell your kid, like, you need to stop with the magical thinking. It's when you're impossible. Whatever you're saying is impossible. Shut up. Uh, although I wish some people would tell that to people nowadays. Yeah. Um, well, so once we're once we're with our team, and then we get this new little hunting team together. Kind of uh, cool. Fett, Dutch... And a uh, cop that did not really get named. He's a cop. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Bald cop. Bald, Bald cop. cop. Who uh, doesn't wear SWAT gear, just wears a freaking baseball cap. Well, I mean, Dutch has, like, beautiful hair and her entire neckline exposed. That's I don't know what true. the part about beautiful hair is, hey, but... but freaking Fett has, like, a rebar, and he can, like, hit things At least... never... I like how the cops have, like, taped their yes! things. Yeah. And then... Fett's still out there with a rebar, and he's not even worried about splatter. He's not even wearing gloves. Yeah. He's jabbing it in and then pulling it out and grabbing the bar that could have, like, had silver stuff. He he's sticking his face into the hole in the wall where the vampire is going to eat it off. I All the thought, bad decisions. I All thought the bad for decisions a moment, were happening. I honestly thought for a moment when he stuck his head in the, the hole in the wall that Fett was going to die. That because, was a cool death, though. Because oh, that was ah. the dumbest thing. You know that there is a vamp in the wall. There's a Strigoi just in that wall. And you're trying to, like, take him out. And I get that. But why would you stick your face in the hole? Like, the only light coming through. You know that the Strigoi is going for it. Just, which was dumber? F running down the train away from Everett Barnes, or him or uh, Fett sticking his face in the wall. I don't know. Can we get the Jeopardy theme song? Because I, I think we'll need a second to kind of decide. Which was dumber, Zach? 
I really I, can't decide. I'll take uh, what is sticking your face to the wall where you're gonna die for ten thousand. Ding 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 ding. I totally messed up how you play Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't say what is, so you no, were, I did. I, but then did. I included okay. it as if I was selecting a category with my answer. Anyway. That's how you play Celebrity Jeopardy. Probably. You back off, Trebek. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway. Um, so they, I but, stuck my face in your mother's hole last night. <laughs> <laughs> First thing I came out for me, Trebek. All right, all right. This, let's, let's talk. Well, okay, I have a question for I you don't guys. Know where that came from. It was a thought. It was just a thought. I'm going to go back. Okay, let's take a second. <laughs> No, no. Did you Holy like how the eyes like a thousand? Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, what did you guys do? You guys think this hunting team is going to stay together as we I move do. forward? I like this yeah. them as like a part of this tactical group. Yeah. I'm still wondering it when they're going to take official. when they're going to take mm-hmm. Dutch. Like, I really wonder when Ichrist is going to take Dutch. Do you think he's going to? It was in the previews from for the season. The the spoilers, spoilers, man! Spoilers. The very first episode they showed that. This is the only thing that Steve is waiting for. The thing I saw once in the previews. The thing I saw once in the previews, unless it's like a we dream. We don't talk about previews until unless spoiler it's a dream wall. She, this, Maybe it was been, a dream sequence. It's been four Maybe episodes. Fat has a dream that she's taken by um, taken can, by Palmer. But how do you know about that white room? Anyway, I'm sorry. It's just, I when they're in the elevator throwing the grenade down, they're all like going like this. I'm like, somebody get your back. They're going to take her. I mean, well... Speaking of that silver grenade, that frustrated me. Just like frustrates me every time they shoot those nails when they don't have to. They threw they they had a clear line of shot, a line of shot. Like they're way far down, so like there's no way the stingers are getting at them. How far down that elevator shaft that like group is? Why would you waste a silver grenade where I know you don't have a lot of those? Showing even if off. you've got like a crate of them. Showing off. Yeah, I do think it was showing off to show the the other yeah. team like, hey, look what toys we have. I mean, he did sort of shoot down their silver nails. Yeah, but you gotta say like, if you think about it, it's kind of a smart weapon because if you shoot a nail like right here into them, if they try to extend the thing, it'll catch on the nail and then it won't be able to extend. I mean, look, the no one's question, no one's. Arguing that the silver nails are ineffective, they're he, just like it was just the cop that was poo pooing. Yeah, I mean, but in certain circumstances, they are more they are less effective than just shooting someone. They're in the very head. effective at building houses, though. <laughs> building vampire building houses vampire until houses. Fett just tears down your drywall and kills a kid inside of it. <laughs> um, but so I I hope that they stay together. Um, I also like the I also like the Nora Feraldo team, like the the yeah the opposite team yeah yeah um, because I think Feraldo's really learning. I I don't think she actually understood what was at stake or what was happening. I mean, we know that she wanted to clean the town out, and we know that she killed a bunch of vampires, but she has never really had the experience that Nora's had, where you've like. You've seen them be a human, you've and then you've seen them be a human, and then you've seen them be a vampire, and you see how painful it is that transition. And Nora shares the story um, of Mr. Uh, Sean Aston. Of Sean Aston. Yeah, we, we almost forgot. Rem- guys, remember that? She- remember when Sean Aston was on this show? Because I had to think. Was she like best friend? Who did she have to? Oh yeah, yeah Samwise Gamgee. Samwise yeah. Gamgee. Now Frodo will never make it to Mordor. And it was just it was just a nick on the cheek. The same way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's all it takes. And I think that that is something that Feraldo is really learning in this episode. Is like the Because we see her, like, she's putting them on, like, poles outside of, like, Staten Island. Like, right. you are not coming in here. Um, but now she's starting to, because thanks to Nora and her teaching them, like, you can use the UV light to, to diagnose as well as cure, as well as, like, kill. Um, and she had the, to learn the hard way that, that through, through her nephew, that it's like, these are real people. You can't just be, like, posting them up on the signpost and be like, I killed them. Yeah. I slayed the beast. I think what, what this episode did, at least, is made it, kind of brought us back to, that was, that this was only, like, two weeks past. It brought yeah. us back to that because, yeah, the cops don't know about these weaknesses because they right. don't have a Satrakian in their closet. They don't have a Fett in their closet. They Well, now they do, but, like... Satrakian in the closet. I had me out of the closet. I'm stuck in here. Ah. I'm Satrakian in I the closet. I put some worms in my eyes. It didn't work. But, like, it, it kind of brought it back to that because even in the beginning when the cops, like, don't worry, guys, it's cool. It didn't bite my neck. Like... They still they think still they think still like, think it has to bite your neck right, and things like, like that. Real, like vampire lore, vampires. Yeah. They don't even know what gets know you infected. That. This is an interesting thought um, from Sci-Fi Monkey in the chat roll, who asked, "Why did Nora kill the boy rather than test the virus on whether it kills the worms?" That would be it. Would be interesting to see yeah. what what it would do if they introduced it earlier the in the process. Did she not have any left? She didn't have any. They gave they gave two vials, right? Two or just one? Mm. I thought they gave him two. Gave two vials to F. And he had one. He had one in the urn. And I thought he put one in his bag when he took the brush out. Oh, did he? Because he had like a blue that. vial when he put it in the bag and took his brush out and. I think it was Jack who was like, well, he's not going to need his hairbrush anymore. And then he puts his hairbrush <laughs> on. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm bald now. <laughs> he's like, don't worry, it'll grow back. No, no. it won't. It won't. We know better. We're not going to get wigs. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I did think it was a little messed up to have, to make Feraldo be the one to... Put him down? Put him down, like... Yeah, you don't, you don't make the family no. members do that. No, I think Nora knows though that it took her putting one down for her to actually understand. Yeah, but she wanted to make that choice. Nora has said before that she's like, "This is my choice to make. I I want to be the one to do it." I mean, Feraldo needs to if she's going to be the one exterminating these. It things. would. It is an interesting point though that maybe Nora is like. You are leading this. If you are really leading this, you need to to have this, and you need to understand what these people are going. Through. Nora is being the Satrakian to Feraldo, as yeah. Satrakian was to Nora. Nora is going to develop a really raspy voice and help people mercy kill these things. <laughs> you think I'm joking, Jackie? What would that sound like? Yeah, do your Satrakian. That's what Nora's going to sound like. Hello, how is it going? <laughs> That's even scarier than his voice. <laughs> huh. That's terrible. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. Um, there's uh, we have a lot more. We still have more to talk about. But before we do, I want to make sure that you guys know the best way that you can help us out because there's a lot of ways that you can help us. You can help us out on iTunes. 
You can help us out uh, on YouTube by going down, clicking that little thumbs up button. It's either over here or over here. I don't know which one it is. But you can also help us out by supporting our sponsors because our sponsors keep the lights on here at AfterBuzz TV because we give you all these shows for free, all the videos, all the podcasts, all our networks, AfterBuzz TV, Popcorn Talk, Black Hollywood Live, Book Circle Online, Hello Ever, everything for free. And you know what? All of that has to do, you only have to answer one question to what? get all this content for free. What is that? Does driving matter to you? Yes. Driving with the windows down, the wind blowing through your hair, unless you're Ephraim who just cut it off, the smell of pine trees and fresh asphalt. You look forward to these moments when it's just you and the road, there's no distractions, handling every curb and that feeling, every nuance in the road. So ask yourself, does driving matter to you? Always. If it does, we build cars just for you because to us, driving matters. Mazda. Thanks, Mazda. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, Mazda. Um... Do we have any uh, iTunes yet? All right. You guys are slacking. We you guys are slacking to, on the we, iTunes. We got up to 50, and then you guys just started slacking, so you know I what? I want to see more iTunes reviews by next week. Yes. Putting you guys that on the is, task. You are my task. new hunting crew. We are hunting five-star reviews. If you if we get 15 more reviews in the next week, I'll do Satrakian Voice the entire show. No. 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 Please don't. No. It's a, it's a Make them be in pain like I was when I put things in my eyes. Don't worry, we'll I'm make old. sure that they're safe. If you're going to do that, then I'm going to do my Satrakian voice. No, no show. one's going to tune in next week now. Give us 15 iTunes reviews. You're, discour- you're actively discouraging people from going on to iTunes. I think you're just encouraging them not to. So, Satrakian. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's talk about Satrakian. Um, because uh, Satrakian uh, is on... He's hunting down the, o- the, the Oxidolumen. Oxidolumen. I feel like people pronounce it differently in it. Like, some people say oxido, and some people say oxido. It's oxido-lumen, I think. Oxido-lumen. I'm just going to call it the lumen. It's the lumen. No, because that's a character from Dexter Season 5, and nobody liked that season. Okay. The lumen. Anyway, he goes to a a character we haven't seen in a while, Mr. Cream. Yes. Who we saw uh, Gus delivering stolen cars, I believe it was. Well, the last time we saw Mr. Cream was when they got that big cargo container and all hell broke loose in that little trailer. Do you guys remember that scene? No. No. Where Gus, they were robbing the safe. Gus was robbing the safe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, there was, yeah. like, a cargo container full of Strigoi. Mm-hmm. Right, right, And he right. was like, what the hell? And luckily they had their guns, so they held them back. But, yeah, yeah this, is the, this is the second time. That's right, it. that's right. Yeah, and... I thought um, it was crazy for a second. But, I mean, he's on... They're on lockdown with their Lamborghinis and um, all the other other uh, stolen merchandise. I love I love Satrakian's how he comes in, just like, I, too, steal a deal in... Merchandise buying and selling, just on a smaller scale than you. I sell backpacks that Matt has on his store online. <laughs> um, and so he tries to jack the watch from Satra- both watches from Satrakian. Yeah, Satrakian's like, nah, I got this sword, bitch. I'm going to chop your head off. It's a metal walking stick. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Doesn't have a sword or anything in there at all. Yeah. I mean, who would think to look look there? No, I mean, but I, I like the under I like the fact that people underestimate him and he's just a badass. He's straight up badass. Don't straight underestimate as, old people. Straight out of Holocaust. Like oh, he's no. he's been through it oh, all. No. 
I like that the two of these people. Uh, I'm going to ignore that. Uh, <laughs> I like that the the it's very. These are two obviously very different people, but they both have a big obsession with watches. Yes. Yes. Where have we seen his obsession with watches before this? I mean, he just knows a lot about those he two just watches. Because he's a pawn. Yeah. No, I don't mean tracking. I mean cream. No, I, in this episode. Like, oh, okay. we just They both are like, oh my god, that's a really nice watch. <laughs> I mean, It's they a both... 1684. I mean, I guess if it's one of four, it's like something. It no, it's sounds one of really three, fancy. but he's got the fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that makes it one of four. <laughs> no, it's one of three, but he has the unknown fourth, which is worth a lot more. Whatever. Anyway, but it's just watches are expensive. Yes. Yeah, they are. Especially antique watches. Yeah. Um, I just like that there's a gangster who's an expert in antique watches. It's so weird. <laughs> he's well, kind of he, he deals in stolen goods, so he's he, yeah. stole, he deals in a lot more than I thought he did. Yeah. I was thinking it was just cars. He didn't seem like this. He's a gangster. No, he's got people for anything. He's like, yeah, yeah got, what you need a book. I also really like the way that actor yes. said book. He like emphasizes every time. Well, you think I just got a book? <laughs> You're looking for a book, old man? Um, it was cool. It was. I'm waiting to see what if he well, actually so now, turns it up. So now, yeah, now we know that Cream is looking for the Akito Lumen. Yeah, me- and-, and meanwhile, Palmer has a cardinal. He has a date. With Coco Chanel. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get into we'll get into Coco Marchand, Chanel. Marshall. Coco. Coco Marshall. Whatever. I now heard. I always think of I'm in love with the Coco. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll we'll get into that. But just I want to talk about the Cardinal um, because now there are two. Like it, it seemed pretty obvious that he's talking about the Lumen. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I think they might they might actually be tricking us though. On which, in, in what way? Did he say a book? Did the Cardinal ever say a book? No, he just no, said but... an item of uh, procuring certain, or, or, or Palmer said procuring certain historical collectibles. But we know from um, their past that those two, Satrakian and Palmer, are tied together and they're they're in a race to find the Lumen. Yeah. I do know that, but I just, I mean, yeah, it's probably that, but I'm not I'm not saying for sure that it is. Because, you know, they could be pulling a fast one on us and some Could be a red herring. Yeah, it could be some new thing that's like, that he was looking for that wasn't the Oxido-Lumen. It could be. But, you Um, know, right now it's driving Palmer towards the Trakian and they both have a guy who's looking for it. So the contact might be the same for Cream as it is for the... Yeah, it could be that they they start basically a bidding war. Yeah, well, I think it's more like they're going to Well, a bidding war of who's going to kill who. Yeah. But, like, a a very violent bidding war. Very violent bidding war. I would. I'm. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, um, it's but, be cool. uh, then at the end, Satrakian is like comes up on this hooded figure. And we're like, oh, is that going to be like Quinlan or like a new Daywalker or like who's it going to be? No, Fitzwilliam. And it's Blade. It's Fitzwilliam. <laughs> oh, it was Fitzwilliam. Yeah. I'm glad Fitzwilliam's joining the team. We like Fitzwilliam. Yeah, like we've Fitzwilliam. been waiting. Like, he saved we've, them last time. He saved yes. Dutch. And- if I had any, like, we've been waiting for him to get to the group because we know mm-hmm. he's going to, um, especially after last week. Um, if, if if I had anything negative to say about this week's episode is that it was like sort of the a middle of a lot of plot lines. It yeah. was like getting yeah. it's a setup. It was getting all these people into place so that bigger things can happen. And mm. you need those episodes. Right. You need to do that. Um, but I would love to get now into the action. I hope that we can get there now. Um, 
But so let, let's continue talking about Palmer and his uh, how he's in love with the cocoa. He's so, so creepy. It was so creepy. It's cute. Uh, I don't think. So see, here's the thing. I I want to. Like, m- my brain thinks it's creepy, but she knows what's up. She knows what's up, yeah. and he knows what's up. And- like, I don't. You're if you're an assistant to anybody, and they take you to that place, like to like get dressed up nice, and you're dressed I'm, like that, and we're, I'm just the two of us. We're gonna go out to this like probably thousand dollar dinner where people are applauding me. Um, and then yeah. we're going to come back and hold she, arms, and I'm going to tell you you're more than an assistant. She knows what's up. Yeah. Like, the yeah. instant they get to that restaurant, she knows what's up. So I love how they walk into his apartment, and there's a building on fire, and she's like, oh my god. And he's like, well, I guess we won't have to turn on the fireplace. And oh, even yeah, she was dinner. like, what? Huh? <laughs> but then he has the smoothest line ever. And by that, I mean the worst It's the best line ever. It is the best line. I, wish I use I it all the time. It's the a- proper way to introduce you to other people. Yes. <laughs> my girlfriend, my fiance. Like, my I, FB. Like, should I say, like, my, my assistant? But that's not really right, because I don't want people to put you in a box. <laughs> and then people get ideas when we're out together. They should be getting ideas. Yeah, because I haven't used this before, so I kind of want to use it because I've been in a wheelchair and paralyzed all my life. Just because l- you're in a wheelchair doesn't mean... I'm a little disappointed this. with this with this plot line, to be honest, because she was... When we met her, mm-hmm. she was a very intelligent, hardworking person. Well, I mean... Wasn't she? She had just, like... She had just been put through, like, graduate school, through, like, some ma- huge training program, like... Then she got lured away when Palmer's like, I got lots of money. Hey, Zach, you know, you can go to school all you want, but hey, this guy's got, like, billions of dollars. And... I think it's been a creepy relationship from the beginning. We have just saw it get... I mean, not... I shouldn't say creepy, but it's it's been a May-December romance from the beginning. It's an opportune gold digger. I mean... She's not a gold digger. It's just an opportunity that I'm kind not of even sure that's itself. it. Like it, it might be just like she is fascinated with the amount of power that he holds. And you guys wrote me off a bunch of episodes ago when I was talking about how his arousal and sexual attraction towards her could be his new weakness that he didn't have before. You guys were just like, oh, you're talking about an I old man here, trying to get some. So no, I, I, I mean, I don't. Re- well, either way, I he didn't I, have any weaknesses before. You're right. So I, this is his weakness. She's his weakness. I agree with that. What I'm saying is I felt like this is not the same character that when we met her, she felt like a much stronger character. Now she's just becoming, she's she's just become his, like, sort of doe-eyed love interest. Like, she's not, she barely, she, like, questions the Cardinals thing, but, like, doesn't follow up. I don't think so. I think she, I think, I think she she's still as intelligent. she's getting into. Yeah. She's, every episode she's realizing more and more of that there's something she doesn't know about. So, like, even on the couch, like, he sits down on the couch, like, oh, come take a seat, honey, next to your grandfather. On my lap. I mean, next to me. I'll read you a bedtime story. No, like, it's, she actively was like, no, let's dance. And because I, we're not going to have sex. Later. And I would have been fine with that if, like, she hadn't been a hardworking professional person when we met her. I don't think this doesn't mean that she's not a hardworking professional person. Maybe this is, in her mind, her way of getting to the top. Maybe I just don't buy their connection. 
Maybe that's all it comes the down to. The only place to. you can make changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Jackie's face pretty much sums it yeah. up. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, Stephen, you were saying? I'm just saying, like, it's easier to make changes that affect more people when you're at the very top than it is when you're just a barely writing speeches for anyone. Yes. Yeah. So, you yeah. know what? If she can use her any manipulation on Palmer, benefits the human race, I yeah. think. I'd like to see a little bit of that. Like, if we're going to go down that plot line, I want to see her deal with that. Mm-hmm. I think is what I'm, what I'm, why I'm struggling with. We didn't get to see her reaction after Vaughn, uh, Vaughn's like taking the place, like all of that. We didn't see, we didn't. That whole scene was weird. I mean, are you ready to talk about that for a minute? Because that whole scene, we killed off a bunch of the Damn. Vaughn's team and the Daywalkers, and nothing ever Quinlan, was really. Uh, no, that was Vaughn. That was Vaughn. Because, here's... Oh, yeah, the, that was Vaughn. You're yeah, right. Yeah, because um, a fan tweeted me an article that... Um, or sent us an article, and then I tweeted it, and it's... Uh, they actually did originally intend for that character to be Quinlan, but then they decided they didn't like the way that they introduced him. It wasn't big enough. So they decided to kill him off and then bring in actual Quinlan. They said that... Which is confusing. Yeah, so in this episode, we met Quinlan. Right. That's who, like, that's the name. We didn't hear the name on the show, but But in case anyone's wondering, the guy we met at the end, like, where the airplane lands and a guy with, I guess, a bone sword on his back. He's got a bone sword. Um, That's Quinlan. He has the same sort of, like, Facial structure. facial structure as Vaughn and the other Daywalkers. I day think walkers. he looks a lot different. But he looks different because he's a different person. Yeah, but he's got eyes. Vaughn had black eyes. This guy, yeah, Quinlan has blue. and Quinlan has blue human well, eyes. He, well, you'll see why. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We, we don't... Thanks we, for the foreshadowing, Jackie. We'll, we'll, we'll get into... Like, we won't know until like we start meeting and dealing with him what his differences are. But let's talk about... The idea of, so Vaughn, first season one, mm-hmm. the character that we came Vaughn was supposed to be Quinlan. They yeah. wrote him as Quinlan. And then in the off season, came up with an idea of this new Daywalker character, our new way to introduce Quinlan, mm-hmm. and decided we haven't said the name yet, so there's nothing preventing us especially for non-book readers, there's nothing preventing us from just making this a different character. So let's kill everyone. How do you guys feel about that decision? Because they're fine. I feel cheated, though, because if you're going to start this new storyline, I don't understand why you had to kill Vaughn off, where people actually like the actor. I like the actor. I liked the character. Even if it didn't turn out to be Quinlan, I would still be okay with that character existing within this universe. But just to to kill him off in such a way that you're not even going to discuss it or talk about it or reference it at all, it, it just seems like a poor, like, loose plot line if it doesn't come back. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I Okay, I have no problem, like, if you get in and you're just like, oh, we thought of this really cool thing, it's going to be awesome, and but, like... But it has but now to be awesome But now, now there's two... But now there's two daywalkers running around, so I get, we can't... I, their decision was, basically, we can't have two, so, like, well, even though everybody really loves this character, we're going to kill him off in favor of, like, the, this new thing we thought of. I don't see why we couldn't... If you're going to do that, whatever we do with this new Quinlan character, 
had better be the best thing that this show has ever done. It has to be, because to lose Vaughn, a character we all liked, it better be worth it. Right. right. It better be. Um, so... Uh, and I mean, I'm not saying this. This scene with Quinlan was very cool and mysterious. It's just a matter of how they actually um, build it up. And I don't, I don't think the scene was particularly like, oh my gosh, this was this was the introduction we needed all along. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's just an introduction. Yeah. Like, I'm. It, it didn't need this scene to be mind blowing, but like but whatever his, what, plot, his plot line, line is, is yeah. better be. Amazing. Right. Um, so with that, let's move real quick, do a quick round of predictions. Woo! And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay, next week, we're, it looks like we're going to see a little bit of Quinlan talking to the, the ancients. Uh, there's going to be a church fight with Kelly and the spider kids. Um, and uh, Mr. F goes to Washington, part two. Uh, he actually gets to Washington next week. Um, what are you guys thinking? What's what are we gonna? What are we gotta look forward to? Oh, yeah, I mean, Jackie's I can't. Not yeah, I can't really do predictions. I am excited to see what happens when uh, F is in Washington, and I'm excited to see um, because he uh, he doesn't go to Washington in the books. So that for me is a oh. it's an exciting surprise. Cool. Steven? Um, I honestly don't know. I haven't been thinking about it too much of what's going to happen. I've kind of just been sitting back and enjoying this season. It it, it does feel like we d- it, you don't need to be predicting as much. Like yeah. we've done a little bit of it, but it's not the kind of show where I'm like, okay, we're going to do this and this and then we're going to wind up here. It's just kind of fun. It's a fun ride. Yeah, the show has progressed, but it hasn't been much setup. Like we haven't gotten set up for some huge event currently, so yeah. I'm not really trying to predict what's going to happen. I feel like we have kind of got a setup where we've got F trying to tell the government about the um, the virus they came up with, which is why I think that storyline is my favorite yeah. because it seems to be the biggest impacting plot line. Yeah, I think the big thing is that Quinlan basically says he's going to stop the master in the preview, but he's going to do it his way. So whatever his way is, is something that the ancients hate. So I, I wonder if he's going to reveal himself to the world, to either, either the world or just to uh, like... Some some select group of people are people. You think um, you think Fett would work with Quinlan? Yeah, yeah, I think he would. I think uh, Quinlan. Oh my God, Quinlan, Gus, Dutch, and Fett in this tactical and bald cop. And this tactical, <laughs> he gets to come too. We like him. He can come. Uh, plus, he needs to come because a shot of Quinlan center with two people on either side yes. as he walks down, like killing Strigoi. We in need front the A team theme song playing right now. No, we need to wrap up. No, no, I'm saying, like, (laughs) if you were going to describe that any further. All right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, the Strain After Show. We were talking about Quick and Painless. I hope this after show is quick and painless for all of you guys. Thank you for joining us. Jackie Borowski. Until next Um, week. You can find me on my website, 123jackieb.com, and that's where all my Instagram and Twitter is, and on the Dominion After Show right after this. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X, as well as doing the Graceland After Show on Thursdays and Killjoys with Zach on Sundays. Yes, Sundays. (laughs) Uh, You guys can follow me on Twitter at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. Thank you to everybody in the chat roll that joined us live. Uh, Be sure to tune in uh, next week, uh, Mondays at 
uh, 9 p.m. to join us live. Um, and I, you can also find me on The Dominion Show with Jackie right after this. Woo! Guys, I'm Zach Wilson. Thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. Yeah, later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 